Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the WEEI Studios, the destination for Boston sports fans. Boston sports fans. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Joe Weil. For the play-by-play of the Red Sox Hall of Famer, here's Joe Castiglione. First pitch is it high and deep to left field by Merrifield, back by the wall, and it's a leadoff oh. home run for Whit Merrifield. The very first pitch, tough throw by... Paxton ended up off the Plymouth Rock Assurance billboard out there in left field and bounced into the seats. one nothing Toronto just like that. What a statement. And just like that, the Red Sox were playing from behind all night. One pitch, and the Blue Jays took a one nothing lead on a Whit Merrifield solo home run. They'd add on another in that inning. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. went deep. Those were two of five home runs for the Blue Jays tonight as the Red Sox lose 7-3 against the Toronto Blue Jays at Fenway Park. Joe Wild with you here on Red Sox Review. We're going to take you up to 11 p.m. This is a pivotal game, pivotal series for the Red Sox who came into this series just two games back of the Blue Jays in the wild card standings, but they lose tonight. Now they're three games back, and we'll see how the rest of the series ends up shaking out. But the Red Sox who were playing such great baseball, you know, as recently as a week ago, they had gone through a 16 and 5 stretch. Now they've lost 5 out of their last 6 games. They sit at 57 and 52 overall in the year and they're playing 10 consecutive games. The opponents coming up after this Toronto series not all that scary. They have Kansas City coming up right after this Toronto series and then following that it's a series against Detroit. So they'll have a chance to rebound regardless of how the rest of this series unfolds against some bad teams. That being said, if you want to gain some ground, you got to do it in this series, and the Red Sox get off on the wrong foot, losing tonight by a score of 7-3. If you want to chime in the conversation, 617-779-7937. Again, 617-779-7937. Joe Wild with you hanging out at Fenway Park. Brian Frizoko back at our WEEI studios. Let's now hear from Red Sox manager Alex Cora and what he had to say after this 7-3 loss. Yeah, I mean, he was trying to, you know, well, where they swinging about great, and he, 
he was ready to swing first pitch, and that happens. I think the next pitch to Vladi was a cutter that, you know, wasn't in enough. And, uh, you know, I think location-wise, he, he was off. He didn't have secondary pitch. The breaking ball wasn't great today, so he, he had to be creative and try to give us as much as possible, which he did, right? Uh, it was a 4-2 game when he came out, so you got to tip your hat to him because uh, without his best stuff, he was able to kind of like give us a chance to win the game. Uh, the offense has obviously been in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the ball, the ball that Casas hit up the middle, that was a missile, so we'll take that. Um, it was on and off. It was a weird game, to be honest with you. Um, you know, Rob gets on, and then Massa hits a rocket to third, and he makes a great play. They play good defense. You know, um, I think him, too, kind of like was able to, to get outs when he needed to. Uh, we hit some balls hard. Um, it was kind of like a weird night offensively. Just with kind of the nature of the series, being here for the standings, how tough is it just to kind of play from behind? It's always tough, but I mean, it's just one game. <laughs> like, I mean, let's, let's not make a big deal out of it, right? So they played good, and at one point they were going to beat us. You know, I don't think uh, you go at this level like, I mean, yeah, you can go 17-2, and two, whatever it was, but uh, they put a good game. We didn't, and that's the bottom line. We've got to be ready for tomorrow. Wait, I know you don't have a, a lot of off days this month, so Paxton is going to have to start pitching on Keyword days rest. Do you think that had any um, impact on him the first time? And I think a bottom bump he hasn't pitched. Uh, <laughs> was this one? Uh, the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, he they they like their 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 routine. You know, I don't think that has to do with it. And uh, we'll find ways to protect them uh, when everybody comes back, and that's probably soon enough. So uh, we're not worried about that. I, I think it's just one one of those nights that. Uh, you know, the lead-off guy, he jumped on him, and then after that, we didn't make certain pitches, and they did a good job. You gotta, they're, they're a good offense. They, they're really good. And, uh, you know, he was playing kind of small early on, and uh, they took advantage of it. Not yet, no. Uh, first impressions of uh, Control the strike zone. Uh, and he went the other way. Uh, obviously, the play to the left, you know, he knows. You know, the, the runner and all that. Turn a few double plays, he did a good job. But... Uh, I like the fact that he control uh, the fact that he, he controls the strikes and that's going to help us. All right, that was Alex Cora talking after the Red Sox seven to three loss against the Blue Jays, talking about how James Paxton location was off today. He ends up giving up three home runs tonight. He ends up going five innings, allowing nine hits, four runs, two walks allowed, and then he also uh, struck out four in this game. It was just a rough go for Paxton. And a guy that hasn't looked as sharp last couple times out, he really gritted through that start uh, that he had in his in the San Francisco series. And, you know, the final line there in terms of what he allowed in terms of runs and innings pitched, it didn't quite tell the full story. He got in and out of trouble pretty much that entire night. Only one run allowed in five innings against San Francisco, but he allowed eight hits. He walked two. Uh, and then a couple starts before that against the, the Cubs, he allowed six runs in three innings. But, you know, as I said, final line, five innings pitched, nine hits, four runs, two walks, four strikeouts. He only had 13 whiffs and 50 swings. Uh, 50 swings in total, 13 whiffs is what he got off of those 50 swings. And then eight hit, eight hard hit balls uh, with 19 balls in play. So it just wasn't the, the, the special stuff we've seen from Paxton 
at previous times this year. And, and you know, you look at James Paxton and, and you think about what it's been like for him over the last couple of years. You, you think about not pitching at all in 2022. 2021, he makes one start. And then in 2020, five starts. So six combined starts uh, across three years. And tonight he makes his 14th start of the season and just didn't quite have it. And it was from the get-go with that Whit Merrifield home run solo shot first pitch. And just like that, in a pivotal series, the Red Sox fell down one to nothing. Now, I think there's a lot more to talk about with uh, just the, the Red Sox pitching in total. They used four pitchers tonight. Uh, they go they go to Mauricio Yovera, who, of course, they just got recently. Then Joe Jakes and Richard Blyer after that. And you've already utilized four pitchers in this first game. You're playing 10 consecutive games. And then tomorrow and Sunday, you're going to have to go with an opener and then a bulk guy to follow. Uh, it's expected Nick Pavetta to be the bulk guy tomorrow and then Sunday, Chris Murphy. But this is just a situation the Red Sox have been in recently. Yes, they're getting some guys back in Chris Sale, Garrett Whitlock, and Tanner Houck eventually that'll help you on the pitching side, but they're just trying to piece it together. You didn't add much of the trade deadline, and here we stand, 57-52, and 52, and now three games back in the wild card standings. Again, if you want to chime in, 617-779-7937. Joe Wild with you here on Red Sox Review after a 7-3 Red Sox loss over the Blue Jays. Let's go to the phones for the first time. Let's go to David in Florida. David, Welcome back to Red Sox Review. Joe, haven't heard from you in a while. They, they were away for a little bit. And good to hear you back again. I appreciate that, David. What's going on? Absolutely. You know, uh, what, first of all, uh, a quick thing, uh, a very quick point about hitting that really irritates me, and they say this on the radio all the time, the hard hit rate. There's more to hitting than just, than just pounding the ball. You know, uh, I mean, you'd rather see just a, a single up the middle where the defense is where, the, where, there, where there's holes in the infield than, than a long 300, 300 foot out. And I'm so sick of hard hit rate and hard hit ball and exit velocity. I'm sick of it. You know, a nice well placed single up the middle oftentimes scores too. And I'm just sick of the sick of the the, the talk about hard hit rate and all that. Well, That's David. Well, David, just to just to push back on that. So the reason that we talk about hard hit rate is that you have more of a likelihood to have a hit if you hit it harder, right? It, yeah, we love we love we love bloops. We love when those things break our way, but it's more indicative in, in a probability of having a hit if you hit it harder. I don't know if that's always true, though. I mean, Wade Boggs never pounded the ball. I know I'm. T- I mean, Tony. I mean, that's not true. I mean, a single up the middle. Uh, I mean, a bunt. I mean, it's not true. I don't think it. Well, it's not as as evident as I think as as those in the media say it is. But I mean, maybe I could be wrong. But I don't. I just don't think so. I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm, go, I'm gonna disagree. Know, I'm gonna gonna disagree with you on that one. But David, let's let's go to the second point. What what else did you have? What have the same things that have plagued them at the beginning of the season plagued them now? The good teams in any sport get better as the season evolves. And they've done nothing. I mean, the same things, granted, they haven't done anything to improve the roster. But, I mean, quality has put players out of position, and that doesn't help the defense, obviously. And, uh, I mean, he talks about it. I mean, he talks about it. Oh, we know what the problems are, but what does he do to fix it? Nothing. Very little. And that's, uh, I mean, that's why I put more of the blame on Cora, 
not much, but more of the blame on Cora than I do on Chaim. And right. it just kills me. All right, David, I appreciate the call. Appreciate you chiming in. Uh, if you want to grab David's line, 617-779-7937 after a 7-3 uh, loss by the Red Sox to the Blue Jays. So I'm I'm going to disagree on, on both of David's points. It's good to hear from him, but still, I, the first one, I, I disagree on the hard-hit stuff. Again, the, the reason we talk about hard-hit rate is because it's more indicative of uh, a higher probability of having a hit. Or, or getting a hit if you hit it harder. And then on the second point there, now I do agree with with parts of what David's trying to say about the defense and 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 the frustration with the defense. I tweeted it out earlier about the Red Sox defense this year, and it did hurt them again tonight. What what is frustrating is they only had one error in terms of the box score. But if if you watch the game, yeah, there there was a play that led to a run in the fourth inning. Dalton Varsho reaches on a ground ball to first. Tristan Casas probably should have had, and then he. He's aboard and uh, comes around to score on a double by George Springer in the fourth inning. So, so I, I I understand where he's coming from from a defense side, but I don't blame that on Alex Cora. Now maybe there's something from a prep standpoint that that the coaching staff can do to help out the players, but I, I think it's more roster construction when it comes to defense, and it's been an issue in the Heimbloom era. You know the, the amount of errors the Red Sox have uh, you know have had from 2020 to 2023. I I checked it recently. I think it's still the case now that they have the most errors of any team in Major League Baseball, but I tweeted the numbers uh, about the Red Sox defense coming into tonight. Most errors in Major League Baseball, most throwing errors in the sport, outs above average per fan graphs, 30th in Major League Baseball, their defensive run save, 27th in Major League Baseball, according to fan graphs, and then fielding percentage, dead last in the sport. I don't put that on Alex Cora. There's something about roster construction and defense. You think about the 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 thought coming into the year, okay, we're going to have Adam Duvall in center field. I don't think he's been the biggest problem, and of course he's been hurt for a long time, but the biggest problem was Kike Hernandez at shortstop. That was the plan coming into the year, and yes, they had hoped there would be some depth behind him in Adalberto, Adalberto Mondesi. That didn't happen. Yu Chang's been hurt, but Kike was thrown out there for a significant amount of time and was awful at shortstop, and Tristan Casas, that's not Alex Cora you know, putting somebody out of position. Tristan Casas is supposed to be the Red Sox first baseman of the future, and maybe, you know, we didn't expect for Casas to be a gold glove guy right from the get-go, but at the same time, I, I think we're all a little surprised it's been tough for him at first base. If you've listened to me, you know how much I like Tristan Casas as a player. He has improved so much offensively. He was a monster in July. But defensively, it's a big thing for the Red Sox that they need to work on with him to get him to a point where at least he's league average. And again, it just hurts him again tonight. And, and if you look at where the Red Sox are, three games out of the wild card now with the loss to the Blue Jays. And you think about if they just had an average defensive team, they might be tied for that third wild card spot because it has hurt them in many games. And Joe, year. don't forget Justin Turner at second base. Well, and they put Justin Turner out there at second base. You're, yeah, Brian point, pointing that out, and, and Turner's obviously been out the last couple days, but uh, another guy out of position, right, Brian? So it, it's 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 putting guys at spots. It's just uh, frustrating when your middle infield can consist of Kike Hernandez and Justin Turner. Like, that that just isn't a middle of the you know infield that you should have if you're the Boston Red Sox. It just doesn't to, make any sense. Right, and to be fair, right, so Trevor Story is coming back. He's going to play at shortstop, and Justin Turner is not playing second base all that consistently. But 
I think the problem I've had with this season and the deficiencies that the Red Sox had coming into the year is that they were pretty obvious, right? We worried about Kike playing shortstop. We worried about maybe Duvall's health out there in center field to start the season, uh, considering that guys his age don't play center field with all that much regularity. And then Rafi Devers' defense has taken a step back after it was it got off to a great start this year. Uh, on top of that, the starting pitching, that was, in my mind, one of the biggest question marks coming into the year. And now they just have three guys in the rotation due to injuries, which you probably could have predicted would ha- uh, happen. And I know the Red Sox were trying to get some guys in free agency to help augment this starting rotation. They didn't end up getting Zach Eflin. He signs with the Rays. Uh, Nathan Avaldi threw... Uh, first trying to get him back, and then some. Uh, the Red Sox ultimately moving on and not signing Baldy. I know he hit the IL, but before that he was doing pretty well. I just think the, the Red Sox problems were pretty apparent coming into the year, so it's not all that much of a surprise that it's come to fruition. But the problem is they didn't add too much at the trade deadline to help this team that, in my mind, had at least proven that they were a buyer of sorts. Let's go back to the phones, though. 617-779-7937 here on Red Sox Review. Joe Wiley taking you all the way up to 11 p.m. Let's go to Mike in Connecticut. Mike, you're on Red Sox Review. How you doing, Joe? How you doing, Mike? Good. I heard it all t- tonight when a guy said he doesn't want to h- have the ball hit hard. I think Toronto <laughs> hit five balls hard. And left, uh, I know. And five home runs tonight. It was unbelievable. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. But anyway, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, this blue must feel very secure in his job, Joe, because it's a disgrace for the Boston Red Sox not to be able to go get a pitcher. And I'll tell you right now, the next two days, the matchups are terrible for the Red Sox. So when they're going to be five games out, and, you know, everybody's saying no to Cupcake Central, but they're, they're in a lot of trouble. They're a different team when Turner's not in there. And Duvall has been terrible ever since he came back. Verdugo, I don't know. He's like in outer space. So I don't know why they're not bringing this kid up from the minors and, and making some changes, though, because this team's in a lot of trouble. Did you say Raphael? Is that the is that the name you just mentioned, Mike, from the yeah. Niners? Yeah, yeah he's. Can we, bring the, can we bring the kid up? Can we get a little spark on the team? Verdugo's lifeless. Duvall's been terrible ever since he came back, and it just doesn't make sense. But what I really call is it's amazing that they didn't go out and get a pitcher. Joe, that's a disgrace. They could have got Flaherty just as easy as Baltimore got him. Yeah, and Mike, I, I appreciate the call, and I I'm, I share the frustration with you in the Red Sox not adding to the starting rotation when they have question marks. Obviously, we've been dealing with this now for a couple weeks where they have two open spots. Now, I mentioned before, they are slated to get Chris Sale and Tanner Houck back and Garrett Whitlock as well. It, it seems as though Whitlock will, will be in a bullpen role when he comes back, according to Alex Cora's most recent comments, saying that they'll utilize him like they did in 2021. But as of now, it seems like Tanner Houck is slated to come back as a starting pitcher. Chris Sale, the same thing. And, and with Houck, what happened to him was very fluky. With Sale, it's a whole different story. I, I just don't know what you can expect out of Chris Sale. He looked awesome when he was uh, you know, being rolled out there at the beginning of the year after you know struggling the first month or so and then really hit a groove. But I, I think at this point, you, you can't really pank on anything with his health history. And 
I would have liked to see the Red Sox Red Sox add somebody of uh, noteworthy value in the starting rotation. It's obviously easier said than done, but Max I, I think, Scherzer, Justin Verlander, neither of those guys went for anything crazy. Nah, but see, you know what? I, I I'm not surprised the Red Sox didn't go for either of those guys. I I think. They they put themselves in a situation where they to be under the luxury tax this year made the most sense so that they could jump over it next year and those guys with with how uh, high their their salaries are I, I I'm not shocked by that that they didn't end up going that direction and I don't even know if I I think they should have I I would have preferred Verlander uh, over Scherzer and. Uh, according to uh, Ken Rosenthal, they apparently did inquire upon Verlander, but I'm curious how seriously they ended up doing that. Uh, I, I, there is a part of me that wonders, okay, how serious were they were? Because it just doesn't match what we know about Bloom and his thinking process. I, 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 I would have even settled for a more established reliever that the Red Sox could have gotten. And that's what is a little shocking, and I think they could have gotten that for decent value. And where the Red Sox are on a prospect standpoint and their farm system, it's in great shape. I think you could have dealt one of those middle-tier prospects for a more established reliever to augment this bullpen instead of throwing out somebody like Mauricio Yovero, who didn't pitch that well tonight, inning and a third, three hits, two runs. To me, that would have at least been... Uh, th- to me, that's a reasonable ask rather than trying to get somebody like Scherzer or Verlander. Obviously, it's it's you'd love to have guys like that, even though I think Scherzer's sort of dropped off this year. Verlander's starting to look pretty good. But uh, at the same time, I'm just surprised they didn't add somebody like that. Even a middle-tier reliever that other teams were able to get, the Red Sox could not even get in on. And yes, we know they... Uh, they got a second baseman in, in Luis Urias, who hopefully can stabilize that spot. Christian Arroyo gets DFA'd today. Uh, obviously, we, we loved that 2021 team. They didn't win at all, of course, but a lot of positive memories, and Arroyo was part of that. But he just didn't hit this year, so you want to try somebody else out there at second base. Uh, I think it's fair as a fan to come away from the deadline being underwhelmed. Uh, yes, you didn't expect them to make the biggest of trade deadline impacts, but at the same time, I think it's fair to have expected or wanted a little bit more than what the Red Sox ended up getting at the trade deadline. And now they sit three games back, pivotal series here against the Blue Jays, and they drop the opener tonight by a score of six to th- uh, seven to three. I do want to quickly mention we're going to go to another caller right after this, but Sadon uh, Rafaela, one of the names that Mike in Connecticut mentioned. He's playing at the AAA level, if you don't know about him, in Worcester. He is on a tear. He's one of the top prospects in the Red Sox system. But he homered for a fourth consecutive night tonight in Syracuse. And they played a crazy game, the Woo Sox against Syracuse yesterday. Twelve combined home runs, seven from the Woo Sox in that game. But uh, Rafael goes deep. Bobby Dahlbeck also had another home run in that game. He's a guy and a name you, you obviously want to watch out for. That being said, I don't think it's time to call him up quite yet. Verdugo is your most capable fielder, and he at least brings that right now with his bat being pretty quiet out in the outfield, and the Red Sox need plus in, uh, plus fielders just anywhere on the diamond at this point. Duvall, they, 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 you know, they assigned him to a contract prior to this year for decent money. They want to get him out there and, and, and playing and try to get him going offensively because he's a veteran. He can provide some pop when he's going. That was the case in the West Coast Series, and, and they want to 
you know, try to harness that and get this offense back on track to what it did for the majority of July when it was one of the best teams offensively in Major League Baseball. Again, Red Sox fall 7-3 to three against the Toronto Blue Jays. Let's go back to the phone. Let's go to Wally in Fall River. What's going on, Wally? What's up, Joe? Uh, I'm a little, I was a little disappointed tonight. You've got an important stretch coming up, like you said. You're playing the Blue Jays. Uh, you figured you'd have an, at least an 8-2 and home stand, but I don't know. Like I said, it seems the offense is slipping a little. But we had a few up when this game was close tonight, 4-2. You had a few opportunities to get back in. You know, score two, maybe two or three runs and get back in. But uh, it is what it is. Like I said, you've got an easy stretch now after the after the Blue Jays. You get about three series with lousy teams. After that, it gets real tough. You get about twelve or thirteen games with you know uh, fairly good teams. But uh, you know, uh, as far as analytics, it's not nineteen sixty anymore. Everything's dissected in baseball now. You know that, and I know that. Uh, it's a big business now, and you're trying to get as much of an advantage as possible over the other team. But I don't blame Carl for none of that. I mean, we've had 15 second basemen and shortstops. They might as well sign me for a couple of days till Trevor comes back. So I'll go play second. You know, it won't cost so much. I, it can't be any worse. But uh, uh, th- these next few games are very critical. But one thing I want to point out is we had three series. Uh, nobody talks about it much when you look at it now. Against National League team Pittsburgh, the Marlins, and St. Louis, we got swept those nine games at home. Can you imagine if we went seven and two in those games? We'd be in a wild card lead almost. So you know things. You know things have to straighten out. We got to start hitting with men on base. Got to get Trevor Surrey back tomorrow if you can, as soon as possible. Well, Wally, I, I'd love to see you out there at second base. That that would be that's a fun image in my mind. I know we've never met, but it would still be great to see you out there at second base. And uh, I, I appreciate the call, Wally. He mentions the offense. Uh, and if, by the way, if you want to grab Wally's line six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. Wally mentions the offense for the Red Sox just coming up short as of late. They've scored only 22 runs over their last seven games, and before that, they were they were really grooving and obviously playing good baseball just in general. 16 and five over a 21 game stretch before they've now lost five out of their last six. But they have to refine it offensively. It hurts them right now that they don't have Justin Turner in the lineup. He's de- he's dealing with a sore heel as of this moment, and he's been just a huge presence for the Red Sox all year long in the lineup. I think it's arguable, or it could be an arguing point that he is the Red Sox MVP this year with what he's been able to do and how clutch he's been uh, for the Red Sox, although I think Jaron Duran now has uh, maybe surpassed him with just what he's done as of late. Duran going 3-4 for four with a home run tonight. But while I mentioned some of the tough series that the Red Sox played in terms of just the disappointment of not beating bad teams, they got swept by Pittsburgh at home, they got swept by St. Louis, Obviously, those two of hurt. three to the Rockies, and it's tough because you're beating winning series against the Rangers and the Braves and all these good teams. This is your first loss to the Blue Jays all season, and you feel good about that when you're talking about the good teams. And then you look at all these crap teams that they've lost to, you know, throughout the season. I feel like that's the mark of what's a good team. Like, yeah, it's nice when you're beating the good teams, but when you're losing to all the bad teams, you look at it you're like, how good of a team are you really if you can't beat up on the teams you're supposed to beat up on? Well, and Brian, what's what's interesting is it's been a real roller coaster ride for the Sox too. So, like in a, a course of a hundred and sixty-two game season, right? 
you're going to have those blips. And even against bad teams, even the best teams have this happen to them where they lose a series against a bad team. That St. Louis series was very frustrating because there were two games in which they, uh, Kenley Jansen, who's been very good all year long, he blew back-to-back games. They lose both those games and they end up getting swept by a team in the Cardinals that have been one of the biggest disappointments across the entire sport. That stuff does happen. I just think for the Sox, it's been such an up-and-down ride. And here I was sitting in the same spot I am now at Fenway Park after a game against uh, the Atlanta Braves where they come back against Spencer Strider. They win by a score of 5-3. to three. They were down 3 nothing. They were in front of a packed house. And they came back and won that game, and they swept a two-game set against the Braves, who were the best team in Major League Baseball. That's still the case. And I was talking about how I thought this team should be a buyer, not a full-blown aggressive buyer, but at least a buyer where they could add some pieces or maybe even retool in a way where you send an Adam Duvall out for a starting pitcher or or maybe a Verdugo out for a starting pitcher. But I, I thought that they had at least earned the right to go out and do that when you when they played that well against a Braves team, when they took care of business against some bad teams in the A's and the Cubs and the Mets before that. I know they they lost two out of three against the A's, but at least they swept them at home before that. So I I had thought that at least bought them that. And now we sit in this spot where they're three games back from the Blue Jays, and they've now lost five out of six. And the, the schedule gets light after this series with four against Kansas City, three against Detroit, and then three against Washington. But this is the opportunity to gain ground in a way that is direct because you're playing the team that you're trying to jump at this current juncture and they didn't get it done tonight. There's still two more games left in this series. We'll be right back at it at 4:10. But Brian, I, I I agree with you in in being in the frustrations of some of those past series where where you didn't quite get it done. I think the the overarching thing in my mind is that it's just been an up and down ride too many times because in a baseball season you're going to have blips. That's just how it goes. But I think too many times this year it's just gone up and down and up and down and we have ridden, ridden the wave, uh, rode the wave, terrible grammar on my part. We, we've rode the wave with this uh, Red Sox team going up and down on that roller coaster ride. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Bob in Indiana. Bob, you are on Red Sox Review. Hi, thank you for taking the call. Uh, I wanted to mention a couple of things. Um, first of all, uh, I've seen so many years over the pitch where pitchers are, are hit or almost hit with line drives, and it led me to wonder is it against the rules for them to wear any kind of batting helmet, face shield, something like that, that would would uh, help maybe help them to get a little bit more uh, secure about being on the mound after that happens? And uh, also I want to mention about Rafael as well. Um, he's a great center fielder, but they also mentioned once that he's also an outstanding shortstop, which makes me wonder whether he might be in line for a possible second base job next year. Well, and I appreciate the call there, and that's a very interesting. I'm googling it right now because I actually don't, I don't know the answer to it. Maybe Brian can help us out. Uh, but I'll, I'll answer the, the Cedon Rafael question. So I, I think with when it comes to Rafael, the thing about him is what you hear about his defense. It is is just game changing in the outfield. Like he is a special, special outfielder, and I think the Red Sox view him as a guy that's going to be in the outfield and, and, and work out there primarily. So uh, they're going to keep him on that track. And then you think about the infield in the future of the Red Sox, right? So Trevor Story is going to come back. He's going to play shortstop. And then, as 
has been promised to us, Marcelo Meyer will come up, and then he will take over the shortstop spot, and then you put Trevor Story back there at second base. But with Rafaela, you hear from people that are around that Worcester team. Uh, I'm very fortunate to know the broadcasters there, and, and what I've heard from people even before he got up to AAA Worcester is that he is just a, a difference maker in the outfield, like very special in a way you you don't want to take him out of that spot. So that's just something to keep in mind uh, when it comes to Sadon Raphael. But I, I mentioned it before, and I appreciate Bob bringing him up because he's 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 a special player right now in the minor leagues and a guy that I'm excited about uh, as, as we continue to watch him develop down there. Four consecutive games now in, in which he's hit a home run. Let's go back to the phones one more time, and then we'll have to hit a break. Let's go to Tyler in Boston. Tyler, you are on Red Sox Review. Tyler, are you there? Yeah, you can just yep. Just turn down the sound wherever you are. Here's something in the background there, Tyler. Yeah, hi. Uh, do we have you guys? We are good. Yeah, what's going on, Tyler? Okay, hey, thanks. Yeah, we're calling from the car. We were at the game tonight. We are concerned about two things. Number one, we're we're not happy with the fact that uh you know arroyo was dfa'd and we would also like to invite Hyam bloom to join us at the kowloon restaurant in saugus on route one to discuss <laughs> this roster move right now all right well if Haim's listening uh, yeah go to kowloon uh, a big fan of kowloon myself and uh yeah the, the invitation is uh, out to tyler in boston i appreciate it tyler thanks for the call uh, with, when it comes to Christian Arroyo, I can understand the fans being disappointed about this guy moving on, right? Uh, because or the Red Sox moving on from him because he was DFA'd today. But I, I think it was time. I just, I just, I think it was time, and it's not anything on his character. All by all accounts, he was a great teammate. Everybody seemed to like him, but you know, this is a bottom line business, and he just wasn't getting it done and and he's dealt with injuries during his time with the Red Sox this season hitting 241 with a 268 on base percentage only a 369 slugging percentage so you put that together 638 OPS uh overall he just wasn't getting the job done defensively it wasn't enough to overcome the offensive deficiencies that came with that so you know I, I think when you add it all up it made sense for the Red Sox to move on, even though it's a guy that a lot of people really did like. And, and that's just baseball. It's it's a, the unfortunate part of the business, but it's an important part of the business. And, you know, you have to perform if you want to stay on the team. And, and in Arroyo's case, it just didn't, didn't end up coming to that. Alex Cora also had mentioned, too, that uh, versatility came into play. So he felt Pablo Pablo Reyes is more versatile than than Arroyo uh, from a defensive side, too. So that's why Reyes is still on the roster and Arroyo is gone but you know again he was part of the 2021 team that brought us a lot of great memories and uh you know we'll remember that and we we wish christian obviously the best on whatever is uh next for him but again the red sox fall seven to three against the toronto blue jays tonight from fenway park we'll pause for a short break we have a lot more to get to still in red sox review even though we're going to take you up to 11 p.m uh the red sox losing today against the blue jays so now they're three games back in the american league wild card and now in the division with baltimore coming up with a victory against the new york mets the red sox are 10 and a half back of the Baltimore Orioles. I'm thinking if I'm Heim Bloom and I go to Kowloon, by the way, what I would be ordering. Big fan of the wings, uh, but there are obviously other options. Brian, what would you get? Have you ever been to Kowloon? No, I have not. I've heard only good things, though. 
Okay. Well, I, I, I'm we could try and get a sponsor for maybe Red Sox review, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, listen. I, I, I like their food. I haven't actually never. I've never been in Kowloon. I've always gotten takeout, but I know going in is uh, something I need to do. But, uh, but again, uh, the the invitation has now been uh, given out there. Uh, to Heim Bloom there from Tyler in Boston. Still more calls to get to. We'll get to that in a moment. Again, Joe Weil and Red Sox Review. We'll pause for a short break. Come back with more here on WEEI. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England's sports original. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. 2-1 to Duran, who's red hot. Here's the pitch. Swinging a high fly into left field. It is way back. It is gone! End of the first row of the monster seats. Duran stays scalding hot. The Red Sox needed that jolt in the worst way, and it's 3-2. to two. Well, the Red Sox fall 7-3 against the Blue Jays, but Jaron Duran still continuing his hot hitting as of late. Three for four tonight, two runs driven in on that two-run shot to left field. It's his eighth home run of the season. He's now hitting 317 on the year, and that was the highlight from tonight's... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Nissan Red Sox postgame show. The blockbuster event of the summer isn't another action movie. It's the Nissan Thrill the Drive sales event starring the action-packed Nissan lineup. Better hurry. These offers won't get a sequel. Joe Wild with you here on Red Sox Review. And the Red Sox falling tonight 7-3 against the Blue Jays. Now three games back in the American League wildcard standings. We're going to go to the phones again. Let's go to Randy in the car. Randy, thanks for sticking on. You're on Red Sox Review. Thank you. I, I have to say, if you are the owner of a professional sports team and you don't want to win as much as the fans, this isn't your game. Maybe you got tired winning four championships. How could you look at a team that's 500 at the break and not care? I don't think John Henry cares. And how can you hire a guy like Heim Bloom? This is your one shot in life. I wish I had the privilege to make a few trades in Major League Baseball. How can you just let this go by thinking that you're always going to have a job like this? 
take a chance. If you can't, if you got to work for a guy who doesn't want to win, go work for someone who does. That's all I want to tell you. No, Randy, and I appreciate the call. I appreciate the passion there, and, and I suspect that a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Frizzoco working the ones and twos behind the glass, queuing that up. Good work there, Brian. I suspect a lot of people feel similarly to Randy in the car. And, you know, when it comes to the trade deadline, I, I said this before, I, the, the understanding of being disappointed by what, and what the Red Sox ended up doing is completely fair. I felt like this team was one worth investing in. We heard Rafael Devers talk about how he felt the team needed a starting pitcher. Uh, Kenley Jansen, according, uh, you know, saying this to our Rob Bradford about how he wants this team to be buyers, and of course the, the Red Sox had to go out and show that they were worthy of that. But I felt like they did in July, and and really felt that way after the Atlanta series. And yes, they've hit the skids here with five losses in their last six games. I. I I don't want to get too into the speculation, but you do wonder how the clubhouse feels after the deadline with not a lot added. And uh, whatever the the intention of the underdog comments there from Heim Bloom, maybe that does rub them the wrong way in the clubhouse. Again, I'm just speculating, but it is something I think to worth considering when you think about now what has transpired where the Red Sox are. Again, uh, as they fall tonight by a score of 7-3 against the Toronto Blue Jays. Jaron Duran, though, as I mentioned, at least he gets the job done at the plate. 3-4 for four, home run uh, in two RBIs. And uh, we do have some sound from Jaron Duran. He was able to speak after the game to the media. Let's hear what he had to say. Um, you just talk about how confident you feel and, and see the results coming, how good it feels at the plate right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm just sticking with my approach. You know, what we talk about in the hitters meeting, just trying to stay dialed in and what Pete and everybody's talking about, especially in the hitters meeting, you know, like GT, just listening to them talk and taking their little two cents and putting it into my game plan. Power coming, uh, again, to get those complete at-bats, not just getting hits. We talk a lot about the speed, but to get the power to play now, what does that mean to your overall game? Um, you know, it's just putting a good swing on the ball. You know, it's it's just I just got the ball up and I got a good swing off. You know, it's not trying to do too much, just putting quality of bats together and putting good swings together. You know, you guys are hyped up for this series, the wild card standing on top of just to start the series like this, I guess. It's one game. It's over. You know, it's over, done with. We're going to flush it. You know, it's it's baseball. It happens. They came out swinging. They got some good swings off early. And, and we put up a couple runs, but, you know, it's baseball. It happens. You're going to win some, lose some, but we have confidence in ourselves, and it's just a game. We're just going to move on. Thanks, guys. All right, so that was Jared Duran speaking with the media after. Uh, again, another nice performance for him. Three for four, home run, two RBIs. I said this on a postgame show maybe it was a week and a half ago, that he has now become must-watch on this Red Sox team. And despite whatever criticisms you have for Heim Bloom in the front office, they did stay patient with this guy, and it's really paying off right now. So uh, credit to Jaron Duran, all the work he's put in with this, uh, you know, in the offseason after a tough 2022 season and here he stands uh with a 317 average this year he hits another home run tonight his eighth of the year want to get you just some news and notes before we end up uh heading off here so trevor story played again tonight uh for the woo Sox. he's of course working his way back up he's going to join the red Sox fairly soon two for four tonight yeah he got the start at shortstop with a run scored in that game as well the triple a game today for the red Sox noteworthy is sadon rafaela hit his 
fourth conse- uh, he had a home run in a fourth consecutive game. So he now has 10 home runs in 29 AAA games. Bobby Dahlbeck, you have to mention this too. He went deep again. So Dahlbeck now has 26 home runs with the Woosox this year. Uh, an OPS above 1,000. He's had a great year in AAA Worcester. There was thought of maybe he would get traded uh, at the deadline to another organization that would give him more of a shot. That didn't end up happening. So uh, he's still within the Red Sox organization doing great work in AAA, which of course doesn't help the Red Sox at the big league level, but certainly intriguing at that. Tanner Houck will get the start for the Woo Sox tomorrow. Chris Sale set to pitch again for Worcester on Sunday, and it's nice to hear that. Some arms the Red Sox could really use this at this point as they go with an opener again tomorrow. It'll be Nick Pavetta getting uh, the bulk innings for the Sox in tomorrow's game against the Toronto Blue Jays. That game gets going at 4.10 p.m. Mass Mutual Red Sox pregame show gets started at 3.10 p.m. But in a series that's very important, the Red Sox chasing the Blue Jays, they give up five home runs in the pitching side of things. That is tied for the most in a game this year. And the Red Sox end up losing to the Blue Jays by a score of 7-3. to three. Want to thank Brian Frizoko back at her WEEI studios, manning the ones and twos and punching up the calls, playing the highlights, doing all he does. Thanks to Zeke Telemaco for getting us that sound from Jaron Duran that we just played. And again, Duran continues to impress for the Red Sox. Great thing about baseball, we're right back at it tomorrow. The Red Sox have a chance to rebound three games back of the Blue Jays. Be sure to join us for that broadcast starting at 310 tomorrow from Fenway Park. I'm Joe Wild saying so long. Thanks for listening to Red Sox Review. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.